Gideon, are you tired of paying extortionate prices to upload your podcast, our podcast, this podcast? I am incredibly tired of paying extortionate prices to upload podcasts. That is, that's actually what was on my mind just now, Niall. That's crazy. That's insane. Dylan, are you sick of struggling to distribute your podcast to all the different podcast apps and services? Oh, yeah, I don't have enough hands All right, that's enough out it. of you. Well, guess what? You don't have to worry about that anymore, because now we're sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to start a podcast. Here's why. It's completely free with absolutely no hidden costs. If you don't have fancy audio recording or editing software, you can use their creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They will distribute your podcast for you so you don't have to worry about setting up the RSS feed on multiple different services that are difficult to access. Then they want all this different info about your podcast that you don't know how to find and you have a mental breakdown and now because you're crying about the fact that it's 2016 and you're 11 years old and started a podcast with your mate because you just wanted to talk about Spider-Man movies and now you're having to learn what an RSS feed is. Ah, there's none of that. You just have to upload it to Anchor, click a few buttons, and they automatically upload it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc, etc. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, it's how we're doing it right now. It's everything you need to start a podcast. I will say I've been podcasting for four years now, and especially when trying to do this podcast, like we, we went through so many this different podcasting services. Oh, we yeah. went through so much different stuff and stuff like that, and I've had difficulty on every single hosting services other than Anchor, because they either cost way too much or would only let us upload like a maximum of five episodes, but we moved to Anchor, and I was genuinely sceptical at first, but it worked insanely well, it's got everything Chances I want and need. the majority of people listening to this would not be listening if we weren't with them, so... Yeah, without we Anchor, we wouldn't be recording this podcast, and uh, you, it's completely free, there's unlimited episodes forever, and that's how we're still doing this, and I'm going to actually be moving my other podcast that I do over to Anchor, because Anchor is really great, so mandatory call to action, it says here, I've got it, this is mandatory that i say this (laughs) download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your podcast once again download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on with the episode we love you we love you anchor thanks anchor recording niall gideon dylan we're back again episode 12 uh, we do want to say there was an ad at the start of this episode. Um, that's our first ad we've done, and all the profit we make from this ad will be being donated to all the different like bail funds and stuff like that for the Black Lives Matter campaign and stuff like that. If you want more info on it, I do talk. I did talk about it and put a post up yesterday on both my Instagram account and the MTR Instagram account. There is a website as well, which is uh, Black with two R's co, which has all the different petitions you can sign, everything you can do. So go have a look at that. Yeah, so... Um, sign the petitions. Yeah, sign, your, sign the petitions, yeah. donate. If you sign don't have money to donate, like, there's that person who's doing the thing on YouTube where you, like, put the video on a loop and the ads play and you watch that yeah. and that. And, and you can do... And if you don't have money to donate, share this podcast because all the profits from it are going to those. Yeah, and the more, like, views and listens we got on this, the more money we can donate because it's done like via per 100 listens we get this amount of money so yeah please do do whatever you can i don't want to say specifically share this podcast because there's a lot of other things you can do but if this is how you want to do it that's fine i don't want to make it seem like we're turning this into a plug which is like it's dangerous territory yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but um look just donate however you can sign petitions everything like that try and make a change that, uh, that said, let's get into spooky scary. stories. Ah, scary. Ah, scary. I forgot it's called that. Ah, scary. Ah, scary. Play that theme tune. Ah, now. scary. 
That's great. That's great. Um, so yeah, we're doing this. Um, <laughs> what a good theme tune! I really enjoyed that once more. Thank you, Dylan. We are uh, recording this. Well, we're doing this first before you we do the rest of the Dylan. episode because the rest of the episode is going to be quite serious. So we're going to do this first, get it out of the way, and then get into more serious stuff. Yeah. So, look, if you don't know what our scary is, every week there's three of us, and we have three spooky stories. And what we do is we take it in turns reading a spooky story that this time I made up with. Two of came up with, made up with, came up oh, with. Two of, I was doing so well. Like, oh. Two of them are real, one of them is <laughs> fake. And Gideon and Dylan have to guess which one is the fake one and which two are the real two. I am notoriously terrible at this game. And I am notoriously like, bad at explaining it. Gideon keeps nah, losing. Gideon, last week you did all right. Uh, I think every time. Oh, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I've ever won. I think I've won so a couple times. I'm just trying to change that this week. But uh, who's well, the best? Who's the best at this? I've moment? never lost, but I One think I've two. only won once. I think I've yeah. won at least two times. I Probably think you've you then won don't. all other than like one or two that you've been guessing for. Everyone we don't know. We'll listen though. through. But um, right. So who's? Oh, I, so I did the story. So I get to choose who reads first, and you I think I want Dylan to read first this week. Okay. It's just because I, I love the first, titles of this one. Last week. I read uh, first last week. That is week. fair enough. Okay. Yeah. The, the title of this one is The Dog from the Movie Up is Dead. What? Niall! I came up with the title, by the way. Just for the record. Yeah, we always come up with the yeah, titles for these. That's why they're the always title so of the story. Okay. The Lemp Mansion in St. Louis is known to be one of the most haunted places in America due to a tragic history that continues to haunt people today. The 33-room home was built in the 1860s by William Lemp, a successful brewery owner who ended up killing himself in 1904, after the youngest of his four sons, Frederick, died. A few years later, his wife also died of cancer in the house. Then in 1922, William Lemp Jr. shot himself in the same room. William Sir killed himself. William Senior, that was not Sir. And Lemps. That's Will- Dylan. That's Williams. William Senior, not William Sir. Oh, I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to clarify that. <laughs> As if there were enough tragedies for one place, in 1949, Charles Lemp, William's third son, shot his dog in the basement of the home and then killed himself oh in this room. That's where that the title year, comes into the it. The house was sold and transformed into a boarding house where reports of hauntings began. According to Destination America, witnesses have experienced burning sensations and slamming doors. Today, the Lent Mansion is a restaurant and inn that also holds events. On Sunday night, the inn hosts a, mis- a murder mystery dinner. Oh my god, why is this Did so Did anyone long? live in that story? No, I think everyone died. Everyone also, who lived in the house died. Just okay. Died. Okay, 1860s. He 1860s, right? He died, I think. I'm trying to read again. Yeah. Wait, no, that's when the house was built. He killed himself in 1904. So that means at least by that time, he I don't think he could have been alive by that point. No, if it's built that's in 1860s, that's, that's four years. years. If he built it when he was in, in his, his 30s. If, if, if he built it when he's in his 30s and he kills himself in his 70s, that's feasible. Yeah, or even okay. 20s and 60s. Like, that's... Yeah. That's, I, 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 yeah. I to, no, why are you defending this, Niall? No, why are you defending No, because this? I'm just trying to say, like... Niall, 
You're wrong. Oh, why are you I will oh, jump at and I will jump at any opportunity to prove you wrong, Dylan. Gideon, Gideon, I'm trying to make him break. Gideon, just let me do this. Right? Do we want to move on to the next story? Join you here, Dylan. Yeah, good idea. Niall, are you going to read second or last? Um, I will read last because I don't have my story up yet. So, Gideon, away you go. Fair enough. Okay. This one, I mean, the name of this is very personally familiar. The Screaming Basement. <laughs> George Shepard recently bought his first house. A year went by when he suddenly noticed a basement he'd never seen before. He checked with his wife, but she clarified it wasn't there before. Suddenly, a loud shriek comes from within the basement. Shaking, they enter the basement. They <laughs> use the basement a lot. As they went in, the room filled with shrieks that echoed around the room. Covering their ears, they searched the entire room, but there was not a single thing in there. It was completely empty. Not a single thing or objects. <laughs> or objects. The grammar in this I is I did copy horrible. this down in a rush, I should say. <laughs> they sealed up the room entirely, but occasionally they still hear the screams late at night. Ah, scary. I don't really get that one. <laughs> Basically, just there was a basement coming from their basement that they didn't know was there. Yeah, there was a basement they didn't know was there. They heard a scream. They went in, and it was just like a bunch of like echoey screams. So you're okay. telling me somebody got a jukebox and went a mad one? Yeah. Sorry, what was that? I had to go. Ah, oh, well, you're never gonna know now. You have to watch. The yeah. podcast. I had to put my well, mic I mean, on he, mute. He does edit. I have to. Oh yeah, speaking of editing, I should point out if there's any mistakes in this episode, it's because I don't have time to edit. So you will have just heard me uh, tell someone that I'm recording and that they can't come into my room. So sorry about that. (laughs) If there's any mistakes in editing, they're staying in because I don't have time to edit. We've got a sponsor now, we've got a deadline, we've got a... Yeah. Let's just get on with it and I'll read your story. My story is called The Floating Sinof... Synophilus. I don't actually know how to pronounce that word. Can't even read your own title. Um, and I did I, write I the title, so <laughs> I wrote a word oh, I didn't okay. even know existed. Nice. Um, Jack was asleep in his bed after moving his room around and redecorating it. In the- Why is that funny? Why is that, Why so, is that funny? so funny to you? Jack was asleep in his bed. <laughs> it's the fact she just went, Jack was asleep in his bed. Ah, <laughs> scary. <laughs> Oh, oh no! Right, I, 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 I should say this is the longest story of the bunch. So shut up and let oh, me read great. it. Get on with it, then. Jack, Get on with it. Jack was asleep in his bed after moving his room around and redecorating it. In the morning, his girlfriend woke him up and she was crying. It's not that funny. Jack asked what was wrong. Uh, Jack asked what was wrong. Shaking, she said, "I saw a figure like vertically over you, where you were, like as you were sleeping." This isn't funny! This isn't funny, Dylan! Why are you laughing at it? I'm going to start it from the start, because you're really ruining the tone of this scary story. I think this might be... I think this might be the scariest story we've had on the podcast yet, and you're ruining it, okay? Even scarier than the boogeyman. Of course. Right. Wow. I'm tempted to just mute Dylan. Yeah, right. as am I. Um, I'm, I know because then she'll just start screaming, and I don't have time to edit it out. Jack was asleep yeah, okay. in his bed after moving his room around and redecorating it. In the morning, his girlfriend woke him up, and she was crying. Jack asked what was wrong. Shaking, she said, "I saw a figure like vertically over you as you were sleeping." Jack replied, "What the fuck? Tell me more." And she said it was like a dark figure floating just above him. And she said that she got up, and it was still there, but its head was twitching like a dog, looking down at Jack, twitching and sniffling. 
all of a sudden it evaporated into thin air. After hearing this, Jack completely freaked out because his ex-girlfriend told him the exact same story a few years ago. When the ex told him this story, he initially shrugged it away, but having heard a different person say the same thing a second time, he had to get in contact and ask her. When talking to his ex, she said, Oh yeah, because remember, we just moved your room around that day. So ignoring okay. Dylan's oh, laughter, scary. I reckon that's terrifying. <laughs> like, it, it, if, if it was an individual incident, of just like someone saying, "Oh yeah, there was like a floating figure above you." Yeah, there was a big floating like, man with twitchy hair. Oh yeah, that's just goes, that's just imagine. I saw something vertically over you. Scary. No, but it's like a shadowy figure <laughs> with the head of a dog twitching. That's terrifying. <laughs> okay, do you know what I think? I think that one's fake. Do you know what I think? I think we're ten minutes into this, and we should get on with I it. I too think that. But I think. What, what, I think what's your Niles guess? one is. I I either think my one or Nas is fake. Yeah, I, I think like mine's yours could real. be legit, Gideon. Okay, do like... you want to? Let's let's do that thing where I don't just copy Dylan because Dylan's better than me. I'll we'll you both message Gideon, you. Niall. Gideon. Yeah, both of you message me just so we have proof of your. Answers. I know that I will just copy Dylan so that I can't lose. Okay. Um, okay, I'm just gonna say, okay, I don't think I'm right, but I just want to make sure I don't have the same Oh, it's really hard. Don't, don't base your answer off, the whole point of this is that you shouldn't be basing your answer off the opposite of what someone else is gonna say. It could be either or, but I just, I think I laughed way too much through yours and I feel bad if I said that one's fake now. So can I say, you both picked the same option. You both went for Dylan's story oh, okay. being the fake one. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. Well, that means I can't lose. I'm happy. I can now reveal. I, mean, I might not get it right still, but Dylan's not going to get it right, and I'm... while well, I get it wrong. I'm happy. I can now reveal that the fake story was Gideon's. Oh, damn it. Gideon's it was, was the, the fake story. Control. The only thing that made me think it might be mine was because so you spelt shepherd without an H. Can we... Oh, I just thought that... Can we point? I thought you just had bad grammar. Can we point out the fact that, like, that that last story that I read was genuinely real? He woke up to his girlfriend <laughs> crying because there was a shadowy figure stood above him, freaked out because his ex girlfriend had said the same thing before. Messaged the ex girlfriend and was and she was like, "Oh yeah, it's because we moved your room around that day." And it, the second time it happened was after they'd moved the room around. That is terrifying. Like an individual scenario where she's just like, "Oh, sorry, figure you like sleep paralysis." Okay. But to happen in the same situation okay. two different times, I reckon that's, that's terrifying. Great. Oh, thanks no, for that one. That's really cool. Really bad really relationship problems with ghosts. That's his problem. Um, also, I do want to say I've got to give credit to this. That story was actually from Jack Mates Happy Hour podcast. Um, that's where that story was uh, taken from. I was listening to it, and they were talking about ghost stories on an episode, and I was like, "We talk about that on our podcast." I'm going to steal this story. God damn it, no! Let's oh, let's play a game that I'm now just going to incorporate as a segment that we played last time. Guess what Gideon is doing at this moment in time? Oh, the worst segment of the podcast. Um, yeah, it is. Are you are you stroking Guy Fieri on your wall? No, you guessed that last week. That's never going to be the answer. I'm going to guess it again. Are you recording a podcast with your friends? Technically, no. yes, but that is not the answer I'm We're looking for. We're not his God friends. God damn it. Also, yeah, no, you are not my friends. Damn. Um, no, what, what, what are you doing? We need to get this bit done as quick as possible because we don't have time. I was itching my nose with the corner of my phone. How are we supposed to get that, Gideon? 
think and about thank it, you for tuning into this episode of MTO. Quite <laughs> no. um, right. This is going to get serious now, but I'm dying to talk about this because it's a crazy situation. So Anonymous is back. Anonymous are back. That's yeah. for me as like because we were all like twelve or whatever when Anonymous was sort of like in their prime the first time three years yeah, ago. Yeah, them coming back is the biggest thing that's happened in twenty twenty for me. Like we've had coronavirus, we've had lockdown, we've had like I don't think it's bigger than coronavirus. Though. Yeah, but like I I think like we all thought back in January the Australian like bushfires and stuff like that would be, like, the defining thing of 2020. And then there were the World War Three threats, and we were like, okay, that'll be the defining thing. And there was yeah. corona and lockdown, and we all, for a very long time, thought, okay, this is the defining thing of this year. Now we've got Anonymous coming back, we've got protests, we've got riots, we've got an uprising yeah. against a corrupt society. Yeah. I don't like the fact, as well, I don't like the fact that people keep posting these memes of, like, the 2020 calendar saying, oh, what's the next month got for us? And they were like, oh, what's Ooh. June got for us? And then Ebola's come back. Yeah, Ebola's back. Like, like, what is happening this year? I think Mother Nature is coming to get right, like, get what get her stuff back at this point. I genuinely, like, I don't believe in supernatural shit, but part of me is like, this is too much happening for it to be, like, coincidentally, oh, it's just a bit of a crazy year. Like, something weird's going on. It's mad. It's inexplainable. Who's writing a fanfic where everyone gets disease and everyone dies and there's war? If this... What's next? It's like... Taylor Lautner's gonna show up and come stab us all. If this was a movie, people would criticize it for too much happening at once and it being, being unrealistic. unrealistic. All this, yeah. all this, yeah. like massive stuff is happening at the same time. Like we are living in an in an Adam Sandler movie in the worst way. Yeah, we really are. <laughs> And then you look at, like, and we talked about it at length last episode, and I don't want to do, like, another really deep episode, because we can talk about serious things without going too deep. But um, the whole Black Lives Matter situation, and I'm completely in support of Black Lives Matter and all of that, but there's a lot of people I've been seeing online who aren't in support of that, and it's messed up. Like, it's terrifying. What? It's just the idiots who say all all, all lives matter. Oh, actually, can I make a thing? Also... Yeah, make um, a thing, and then I'm gonna also right. make a thing. There was the Blackout Tuesday thing that happened, and if you're watching this, we recorded this. Are uh, people using the wrong yeah. hashtag? Yeah. People are using the wrong hashtag. So the idea of Blackout Tuesday was everyone was gonna see all the Black Lives Matter stuff. That was gonna be the main focus, but people kept using the hashtag Black Lives Matter, yeah. which just so clogged it, up it the hashtag page. I was yeah, I I I, I did it, but I tried to do it in the in a way that I thought would actually help. So obviously I used the right hashtag and then, you yeah. know, actually put a link in my it, bio to use the, the, right the hashtag. site where you can no help. No one's going to be like, how dare you use Blackout Tuesday as your hashtag? Yeah. Just don't use the Black Lives Matter one because like, it's counterproductive. For me, I didn't I didn't use any hashtag in mine, um, which I feel like I Even maybe better. should have. Or, or is that better? I don't know. But um, and, 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 and it's not going to come up on anything. I use my, instead of making like the focus of mine, the blank post i made the focus of mine the fact that we're donating the profits of this episode and i'm going to be donating some of my own yeah. money to it and like you it, the whole point to me of the blackout tuesday thing wasn't to oh let's make all the posts black and it'll be like a cool aesthetic it's to like make put a permanent because a lot of people are putting stuff on their stories but being able to put up like a permanent post on your feed that is about this and telling people how to donate and how to make a change it was never about posting a black square it was about like telling people how they can make a difference and spreading awareness yeah, and, and stuff like I that i put as well so i 
I put the thing in my bio, and then I I put another slide in it as well, which is a tweet from um Isaiah Rashad, yeah. which is. Uh, take this time educate so. yourself on our lengthy history today versus being silent don't wait don't wait for somebody to post an article or link self-educate if you're protesting in the street today be safe if you're protesting online be accurate yeah 100 percent. preach 100 and i saw another thing similar to that that i'll read out um if you're not sure how to respond listen if you're not sure what to read research if you're not sure what to do donate not sure becomes not my problem it's not enough to be not sure when racism is still taking lives. And that's so true. Like, just because you don't yeah. know what the right thing to read or to sign or whatever is, you don't just sit around and wait for someone to, to send you a link. You go out and you research and you yeah. find that link for yourself and you make the change on yourself. We don't need to be like... We, don't, we, we shouldn't need to be told to donate before we donate. It should just be, yeah. you shouldn't be donating because everyone else is. You should be donating because you agree with the cause. And I donate because, because I agree with the cause. Yeah. Like, also, yeah. I'm just going to take my jacket in, off in, so there might be some noise. And again, not editing it out. In sort of similar news, but what? Uh, not. Uh, to Pimp a Butterfly is back in the top 100 album charts on Apple Music. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's kind of cool. It'll probably be because yeah. of that final track that you were talking about last week as well where it's got like significant oh, yeah. I mean, the, whole, the whole album talks about it to be fair I reckon I'm going to listen to that album soon if it's like because it seems to be very relevant listen to it way through yeah 100% but yeah things are things are absolutely crazy and um yeah look we just want to help each other get through it we want to be there for people and yeah things are terrifying it's it's a weird world we live in at the moment and, like, it's terrifying that people are too scared to go to it protests, is. both because how the police have been acting at the protests and I also because that. we're in a nationwide lockdown, and in a, a worldwide corona, lockdown yeah. because of corona. And, like, so yeah. do you stay in and try and stop the spread of corona, or do you go out and try and make a difference with this massive problem with corruption and stuff like that? I mean, it's, it's, I there's think, no right answer. You know, it's fine to stay in as long as you are also helping in other ways other than yeah, going out and protesting. Yeah, you can help from your home. Like, oh, yeah. There's nothing stopping you from signing petitions using the platform you have around you to express it. You don't have to go out if you don't feel safe. What do you guys make of, like, the riots and the looting? I think... Uh, um, I'm, I'm not surprised that it's happened. Because I'm not surprised I, that it happened at all. I right. saw a post the other day on a way to get around looting. I don't remember who said it or who I found it from, but somebody had said that um, looters should there should be a symbol in shops that support all the Black Lives Matter and stuff, so looters know to avoid them. But then the problem that comes with that is every shop Everyone puts yeah, that in because they'd just be like, but oh, it's defence. Look, you're no. spreading the message. But at the same time, like I, I, I wouldn't like I mean, the idea of using Black to... Lives Matter to protect your own business and your own belongings. But yeah, it's literally it's, it's but, ridiculous. I mean, it's it's only got to the point where businesses are being destroyed because they haven't addressed it in in like enough of a big way in so long. Right. Well, like you yeah. look at like this is I, I'm going to talk about this because it's something that I know about and do research in and I'm in the circle of. But with like the gaming companies, Sony and Microsoft both put up statements about it. Nintendo have stayed quite quiet on it, which I don't know like yeah. why they're staying quiet on it. Maybe it's because they they see themselves as more of a family company, so they don't want to get involved in politics so much. But then the big Nintendo store in New York got looted because of it. The window was broken. They stole a bunch of stuff, and I, I it's a weird one because they didn't say whether or not they were in support of it. But they will be in support of Black Lives Matter. Like, 
yeah. It's not like Nintendo, the creators of Mario, are going to come out and be like, yeah. Like, like they're, they're a family company. Like, they're for the people. And Nintendo are like one of the most inclusive gaming companies as well. Like, because, like, first of all, they're not an American company, they're Japanese. Like, yeah. second of all, they're a Japanese company that's got an Italian plumber voiced by an American guy. Like, it's the most inclusive I mean, thing. Some people as well have been, like, because Kendrick has generally on social media stayed quite quiet about the whole situation. But, like, he never tweets and he, he made to pimp a butterfly. Yeah. But I don't get how anyone can ever say he's not, like, for the cause or whatever. It's insane. Yeah. It's absolutely insane that people, like... But but with the looting, I would say, like, it's so difficult because there it's companies that people will lose their jobs over if they get, like, robbed and stuff like that, and it's not the employee's fault or anything like that. But at the same time, I don't think the protests would be at the point of looting and riots if the police weren't handling what were initially peaceful protests in such a negative way. Like, calling yeah, a curfew yeah. to stop the protests was wrong. You see the videos of, like, the peaceful protests and then the cops attacking the people at those protests for no reason. And you, th you look at that and you think, well, if the cops are reacting violently to the protests, the protesters are going to react violently to the cops. Like and and it'll yeah. just be this like Someone ongoing hits thing. You, you're not gonna stand there and take it, are you? Yeah, exactly. And like so, and I, I read a thing that was saying looting and riot, rioting is a valid form of protest against a society that cares about goods and services more than human life, which I agree with. But at the same time, it's businesses and people are using the Black Lives Matter thing and the protests as an excuse to loot even if they don't necessarily yeah. care about the cause. So it's such a difficult yeah. middle ground to say, is it okay, is it not? And I don't know. Like, I I, I can't make the... I'm, first of all, I'm not in a place to make a decision, but even morally for myself, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't tell whether I agree with it or not. I'm so all over the place with it. It is a confusing... I, I don't know if I agree with it or not, but I completely understand, like, why, yeah. it's, why oh, people feel have you, that, um, have like, you they're going to go to that Trump's sort of extreme. done as of late during these riots? I mean, he's done a lot. He's locked himself in a um, bunker. He turned all the lights off at the White people. House. He, he, got, he got people tear gas so he could take a picture. What? Yeah. Have you not heard Yeah, of it was to clear the way for, like, a church, and they literally sent, like, tear gas and rubber bullets. And then he took a photo with him holding the Bible as if that justifies it. So like, that's the president that runs America. Um, so that's fun. Yeah. What? <laughs> I think that was like, do not actually have meant to break. That's that. insane. Because also, did you see the thing that, because we mentioned Anonymous, but we didn't say what they actually did. They basically did a full video saying like, look, saying America, you're not going to, like, you're not going to, give these cops justice for their crimes you're not gonna you're not gonna arrest them you're not gonna do anything like that if you're not gonna bring them to justice for their crimes we're gonna expose your crimes then I mean, immediately released like official government documents saying that donald trump went to jeffrey epstein's private island and raped a yeah. 13 year old girl like yeah. they're legit and it's messed yeah. up and I now, mean, if they they because it like the fact they've done that right at the start makes you think they probably got a lot more as well. Yeah, there's more yeah. to come on, like, 100%. And it's the, the thing with America is that that's their leader. That's their president. And there's an election. That says a lot. I, I said this in our group chat as well. There's, elect, there's an election coming up this year. So we'll either get a brand new president who, who knows if they'll be better or worse. Joe Biden. 
And hopefully, um, yeah, but we don't know if he'll actually get voted or not. We can pray. But, I I think he will. Um, I I think he, I think this is gonna hurt Trump a lot. Yeah, in well, terms that, of his, that's what I said in the group chat. Like, if, if I don't see him getting elected after this has come out, I think if he gets, I think if he gets elected again, if he's the president for another term, that could literally be a revolution. But it, I think he'll, if he even if he does get voted in again, he'll be impeached within six months. He should be. Yeah. He should have been impeached ages ago. Yeah, well, well, he was, but then the government or something had to like officially vote on it and like didn't pass the impeachment yeah. or something. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, well, it's because it's majority Republican. Speaking so. of riots currently and petitions, um, there's a petition going around to stop UK from giving the US tear gas and rubber bullets yeah, and yeah. stuff, like the exports. So, uh, sign, sign that, that petition. Yeah. Please stop them from having more weapons to use against peaceful protesters. Please. At the same time, yeah. I would say, and... though, you've got to be careful with that, because then if there is a genuine attack, like, from then, a terrorist yeah. organisation, and they but don't I... have the correct stuff to equip themselves with, that is dangerous. I yeah, guess yeah. that is the thing, though, but with America, if they're wasting, if there is su- something if they're wasting their supplies on a massive scale, projects, though, they will not use rubber bullets and tear gas. They yeah. Will yeah. Use bullets. yeah. But, but then, well, remember, well, in America, they're the they're the violent people. And but you got you got you got to think just quickly if they're like if they're using tear gas and rubber bullets at the moment. If they stop getting their supplies of tear gas and rubber bullets, they might move up to more dangerous weapons yeah, from that. Yeah. So it's, you've got to be careful. That is true. And on on that note, do we want to wrap this one up here? Yeah, we've done yeah. about half an hour. I reckon it's time to wrap it up. Uh, we did go deep again yeah. on this episode. Yeah. The next episode, we're probably going to have time to record right after this. And we're yeah. going to be talking about um, our favourite... It'll be the next episode either way, whether or not we get to record it now or tomorrow or Friday or whatever. But it's going to be about our favourite songs of the past decade, including 2020. We're going to go through. We're going to do each decade one by one. We're going to have... Uh, fun each facts. One one. We're gonna have each yeah. year. Each year, sorry, one each year. And we're gonna go, go through. We're gonna go through each year one by one, uh, and we're gonna talk about the Billboard Top 100 a little bit, as well as our favorite um songs from that each individual okay. year. But um, yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Donate. Um, we yeah, donate to stuff, share sign petitions, review it. That all really helps us. Yeah. yeah, share the show, and we'll donate all the profits from this episode to you can actually find what i'm donating to um on the mto instagram page which is in the description i'm not trying to make that a plug but i just want to say if you want to see where we're donating to the links in there if you want to make sure you support it if you have anywhere better uh, for us to donate please let us know but um this is a it's going to be a split donation between 70 community bail funds mutual aid funds and racial justice organized organizations including the louisville uh community bail fund philadelphia bail fund lgbtq freedom fund chicago etc etc um to massachusetts stuff like that to, to get protesters out basically yeah right thank you for listening to this See you in a bit. Goodbye. Have a good Bye. one. Bye. Oh, Spotify giveaway next episode. Make sure you listen to it. Yeah. yeah. See you in a bit.